Welcome to What Is It All For, a podcast designed to help you grow your online business and pursue a spacious, satisfying life at the same time. We're your hosts, Jason and Caroline Zook, and we run Wandering Aimfully, an unboring business coaching program. Every week, we bring you advice and conversations to return you to your most intentional self and to help you examine every aspect of your life and business by asking, what is it all for? Thanks for listening, and now let's get into the show. And I'm here too. Hundred and sixty-three episodes in, still don't have a nice, solid way to intro these things. We need like a little phrase, like "Welcome to the pod." Try let's <laughs> let's go back and forth because everyone loves our improv. Let's every, please each, don't make me improv. Each, we each get one. We'll get three tries. All okay. right, ready? So that was your first. Welcome to the pod. So you already got one of three done. Okay. 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 What's yours? Hey, this is the podcast. Here it is. Okay, that's my first one. Go ahead. Come on, you got this. Podcasts are cool. <laughs> Nice, nice, nice. Dot, dot, dot. No, no, we got no, it. That's no, it. No, okay. no, no, no. Yeah, that's no, The whole that's thing it. is this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This is it. Yeah, okay. Podcasts are cool. Dot, dot, dot. That's now, do you, my second one. Do you one. say the dots out loud? Yeah. Ah, nice. Okay, so someone can really understand. It's a, it's a beginning. Not, and it's an auditory listening, so someone wouldn't dot, know. Dot, dot, dot. Okay, got it. Yep, okay. Yep. You're listening to a show by us, and now it's starting. You know, just like very like I feel formal. like you're just saying it more confidently. Like your ideas are objectively not better. No one's saying they're good. I'm hearing no one say that my ideas are good. I'm just saying my <laughs> ideas. Okay, your last one. Go ahead. Remember you, the one you just did so you don't okay, repeat it as this podcast one is or like, cool dot dot dot. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's laughing at herself already. Go ahead. <laughs> I just said it in my head. It was so dumb. Okay, go ahead. Um, last one. <laughs> yep. Cinnamon roll please. <laughs> I'm sorry. You said the word cinnamon roll and then laughed so hard that you are falling over. What is happening? In my brain, I was trying to work in like a drum roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Drum roll, please. Cinnamon roll, please. Man, have you ever thought about joining an improv group? So hot. Have you ever thought about joining an improv group? I like that one the best. Okay. Drum roll, please. Okay, so you asked for a drum roll. Please. Uh huh. It's like someone just threw a cinnamon roll. Uh That's it. What was the second (laughs) one again? Can you remind me? Um, podcasts are cool. (laughs) 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 Okay, okay, okay. Okay, Uh, I got my last one. Yeah. Skittles, Biddles, what's up? That's my last one. (laughs) Okay, well, that would only be if we were sponsored by Skittles, though. Skittles, Biddles, what's up? That would be only if we were sponsored by Skittles. All right, everyone, go online and vote for your favorite podcast. Actually, did you know that Spotify now has a poll thing? Like when you're listening in the app, like if we were to put a poll up, people could actually vote if they listen in Spotify. Can you do that? I can try and remember to do that. So if you're on Spotify, which is like, I think like 10% of our listeners are on Spotify. I listen on Spotify. Do you ever go into our podcast episodes? Yeah. Oh, okay. Just to see. You just like creep. How we creep are. Listen to us. <laughs> no, because sometimes I like to check the audio, and sometimes uh, I catch the audio is off, and I have to. How many times? One. Out well, of. To be fair, it was the one time I checked. So a hundred percent of the time that I check, it's off. Okay. Yeah. You, you've it's only called listen- statistics. You've only listened to one of our podcast episodes. Okay, it's not fair. Probably okay. a couple, but maybe three. Thirty-three percent. So you've listened to three of our podcast episodes, yes. one hundred and sixty-three. And the I've audio? listened to probably a hundred and forty of them. Well, that's even more embarrassing for you that you didn't catch it. 
No, it was the one episode that I didn't listen to. I feel was the problem. spicy today. You do feel spicy. I'm uh, wiping the tears from my terrible podcast intros. Yeah. Hey, thanks to everybody who uh, joined us in our Wandering Aimfully <laughs> Unlimited program. We are going to do a full launch recap episode next week. Because if you're the type of person who loves juicy deets, this will be the, the app for you. I'm going to take all the deets we have. I love juicy business deets. I'm going to inject them with more juice than you could ever imagine. Mm, and then put the like deets on display. Just the right on the table. on the display? For everyone to see. Hey, man. What's up? It's taking a turn. You said Come spicy. Back. So you said be spicy. No, I didn't I say, say be spicy. I said I'm Podcaster, spicy. cool. <laughs> so you like it. You kind of like it. It's growing on you. <laughs> the fact that you have to say the dot, dot, dot out loud is my favorite part, it's though. It's the lead-in. Because like the you... first part is Carol's cool with a K. Like, that's yeah. you. Yeah. Carol's cool, cool. The, but the dot, Carol's dot, cool dot, I'm corner. like, mm, this is kind of fun. Yeah. This is kind of fun. Uh, all right. Let's get into the episode by tar- starting with our uh, preamble, where we share some of our Portuguese uh, life things that are going on. In case you're like, what's it like to move from the United States to Portugal? Yeah. Well... And a lot of times we share kind of like what we did last week, but uh-huh. this time we actually got a, a question. I don't remember who sent us an email about this, but thank you for those of you who always send us. Also, a lot of petunias came in uh, from because people think, love my last improv episode, skills. Uh, which was if you don't know what the petunia is, then you didn't listen far enough I think into it was two the episode. Ago, to be fair, um, so thank you to all of you who did that. But the question was basically like, now that you lived in Portugal for a little while, like what are the biggest things you've noticed between life in the U.S. and life in Portugal? In your daily life. In like daily life, yes. Like um, how has your daily life changed? Yeah. And so we can kind of go back and forth uh, on a couple of these different things. Because my first uh, uh, instinct was to say, not much. Right. Which I think is just the, the um, human condition of being able to get used to anything. True. So, and we did have a full year in between, like yeah. our previous daily life, so to speak, normal right. quote unquote daily life in California was, you know, the last time we had that was beginning of January of 2022. You could argue so we there was went a whole from year in between. like boring Southern California life yeah. to super inconsistent. What is life going to be daily life in 2022 yes. travels, which was amazing. I'm not complaining. I'm just no. saying it's so inconsistent yeah. to then getting back to like a boring life here yeah, in Portugal, love boring, life. boring by whoever's, you know, defining these things. Yeah. Anyway, boring's not bad. So a couple of the differences. I want a t-shirt that says that boring's not bad. Right. A couple of differences to share that stood out. Um, and I jotted these down so you don't have to remember them. Um, one for me is just definitely, I had always heard about this like slower pace of European life, the right. slower European life. And when we traveled last year, we definitely saw some of this, but until you actually live in a place, you don't really get to feel what that feels right, like. Right, because you're just dropping in, really. Right. And so the best way I can describe this to those of you listening is when we were in Southern California in Carlsbad, specifically, there was a little coffee shop that was walking distance from our house, about a half mile from our house, and we would walk over there, but you couldn't go at like 9 a.m. because it was just packed. I mean, right. it was, there was a line out the door. There was not a ton of seating in the place, but we love this little coffee shop, mm-hmm. but you had to go strategically at like 10.30 here, you wouldn't find that. Granted, there are not a lot of like specialty coffee shops, but I just mean in general, like you're not really getting to a lot of places that are like line out the door type of thing. I know, but that's such a generalization, Jace, because think about Lisbon. Like you would, you would probably have time during the day. But I'm comparing like where we live now, which I think is like as similar to Carlsbad where we were living of like, it's a quieter area. Got it. Got it. Got it. So I'm not saying like. Because we did live in sort of a quieter area by comparison, but like the definition of quiet yeah. there was not nearly as slow yeah. and relaxed as it is here. Yeah, and I think the other thing too, we've talked about this before, but just for those The point you, I was just making is that it's not Europe as a whole. No, 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 because absolutely. There are smaller places. town, smaller sure, town. Sure. Um, the other kind of aligned point with this is 
the people just take longer for things. So it's like at lunch, mm-hmm. like a lunch will be two hours here and you don't bat an eye. And it's just, that's the culture. And so, you know, two people who are coming from the United States where lunch is like kind of get the table turned as quickly as possible. And it's not just lunch, it's dinner as well. It's breakfast, whatever. But lunch is the one that stands out for me because lunch was always like, you're there. It's like 15, 20, 30 minutes tops at a lunch. Like, unless you're at a super fancy lunch place, and then you're gone. Mm-hmm. Here, it's like, you could eat at just like a sandwich place, but lunch is still going to take two hours. Which I really like because it just reminds me, like, you're not trying to extract every moment and second out of every day. Right. Which is something that we'll get into in this podcast about, like, managing the kind of dichotomy of, you know, wanting to have goals and wanting to be in the pursuit of those goals while also being happy where you are and not trying to eke out every single moment towards the pursuit of that goal and like where do you find that happy medium um but I like that because I like living in a place where if you're if your general disposition is to be a very forward motion type of person it pays to live in a place that kind of can be those breaks for you absolutely and I feel like the culture here can be those breaks for us I mean listen we've spent many years trying to put those breaks in place which I think we do have now and within ourselves it's just easier here and it's but it is easier because you're not constantly being confronted with a reality that doesn't match up to your own internal pace yeah it's like oh this feels nice this is the pace I want to live at yeah so um, I love that. The next one on the list I was going to mention, uh, and you have a, a side uh, quest for this, is the language thing. Uh-huh. So, you know, coming from a country where you speak the language and everyone speaks the language in the United States to now moving here where Portuguese is the language and our language is the secondary language. It, it is just a little bit uncomfortable to like always be on edge when you walk into a place of like, I don't speak this language fluently yet and it won't be for a couple of years. I'm going to have to fumble. And it's not like... When you're traveling, you're like, I only have to fumble for like a week or two. This mm-hmm. is like every single day of my life. If I go to a place, there's going to be a, a slight fumble. Now, you get used to it and they're not as difficult. Totally. And I've been amazed at how um, differently I feel walking into new places compared to when we first got here. Right. That there that anxiety barrier is so much lower because it's just, you do it in repetition enough times and it goes fine enough times that you just go, Oh, but I, but you're right. You do kind of have to be like the best way I can describe it is you're less on autopilot. Right. Because if you're in your home country, you are walking into places all the time. You're walking in target, you're walking into, you're interacting with people and it's never even really on your mind of, I'm not going to be able to communicate with this person or I'm going to have to try really hard in this interaction, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but there is that here, but you do get used to it over time. But I look at the flip side of that, which is there's this element of daily life that is so delightful to me with the language. And again, I think this goes back to I'm someone who likes to learn and I like learning new things and skills. And I had always wanted to learn a second language, but the it was always like a nice to have, not a need to have. And mm-hmm. so the amount of time and consistent dedication that you have to put in in order to really make progress is such that like I would just get distracted and I just wouldn't do it but here it's a need to have it's not nice to have yeah you have a a solid reason like the most yeah the most motivating reason to keep continue with the language and one of which is if we want to get full citizenship here which will take five years through the process of doing it you do have to take a language test right which I think is do you remember the grade level that it essentially is I do not I think it's like fifth grade like you have Mm. to be able to speak like a fifth grader is essentially Mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. may be even less than that Please don't quote me on but that. But it's this is what I remember. so cool. Like we've been taking lessons for seven weeks, seven weeks now. Yeah. And 
we just went to a restaurant the other day where they were like, oh, sorry, we don't have the English menu yet. And the fact that I can read everything on the menu there. Well, not everything. No, we no, had no, to, no, yeah, we had to look the, up a couple. Of course, there yeah. are a couple of words I don't know. Eggplant was a new one for me. Yeah, yeah. But the Grilled, f- like the way that they wrote grilled, yeah. But the fact that I can read 75% of this menu yeah. and it doesn't feel like I'm just looking at a bunch of jumbled letters, <laughs> yeah, yeah. which I remember is how it... Oh, felt. yeah, because you, you get handed the menu and you're like, I don't know what any of these things are. And then now we get handed, we're like, okay, that's chicken, that's shrimp, that's going to be salad, that's going to, you know, it's like you yeah. can kind of decipher those and things. And it's like so exciting to me. Same with like, I told you I started, um, just like when you see signs or you see messages. You love messages, reading signs too. You I really love, love reading, reading signs. signs. Even back in the US, you were reading signs left and right. I do love reading yeah. signs. Um, and so there's just this element of daily life that I didn't have before, which is like, I ha- I'm having like a cultural experience just by existing every day. Yeah. And that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I think the last item to talk about would just be kind of like shopping in general and mm. online shopping, you know, as part of that this. That is a big difference, I would say. It's a very big difference. So, you know, here there really isn't a thing like Target. Uh, the grocery stores are much smaller, but I will say that they are packed with, in some grocery stores have a lot more international items than others. So you're, you're not really like wanting for things, but there are definitely some things that you're just not going to get at the grocery store that you would get in the US, which you could argue like maybe you don't need those things. But I, I would say that the online shopping experience here is kind of like the biggest, most drastic thing that I noticed. So even though there is Amazon here, it's not the same amount of things. It's not the same price of things. Like I remember you were looking at like a wooden wine rack holder and like the cheapest one you could find was like 180 euros and you're like what you're like what this is like a 12 dollar thing but yeah. it's like it's because the only one that's available is like in spain and, and like it would take like here. three weeks right. to ship here but it's like a good thing it's like i don't know uh, making some things harder to get makes you have to think twice about whether you totally. really want them and i think that's really good another thing that i just kind of picked up on recently which i think is probably obvious but there's so many more, it's so much more of a small business mentality. Right. So, and I, I kind of miss that. Like, I feel like even where we lived in Carlsbad, California, you would go into like what they call the village and you'd have these little kind of like a local furniture store and a local clothing boutique and a local, but it was more like, oh, isn't that quaint? You know, it was right. more, m- most people are probably going to go to Target. Most people yeah. are going to go to the big, big box stores here. It's like, oh no. That's it. Like you the, go those to, are the stores. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm gonna go into town and get buy shoes at the local shoe shop. Exactly. Or yeah. like I'm gonna go buy my meat at the local butcher. And you do have like like I ordered uh some Nike trail shoes. So like and you because, can get them. And right. because my feet are gigantic, like I really have to order my shoes online. Right. But like that's a big change for me. Like I used to shop, uh, you know, on Zappos uh, all the time for shoes, which was great in the U.S. And now here's the thing: I could order the shoes from Zappos to here. Two things: number one, I don't think I need to be shipping my shoes all the way across an ocean. That seems wasteful. Number two, I also don't want to pay the import fees because you have to pay twenty three percent on whatever the price of the package is mm. when it gets here. Which we found out by one package that we had uh, sent over <laughs> that, that we were like. Okay, that was a huge mistake and lesson learned, which you now understand why when people go back to the U.S. from any country in Europe and they fill a suitcase with stuff, (laughs) like, I get it now. I get it. Because now that makes a lot more sense because you're coming back over with your things anyway. Don't ship them. Don't don't pay the tax to do that. So. Uh, so anyway, those are those just are a couple, couple different things, you know, a couple of things that are the same. You know, we, we go for walks every day. We enjoy the weather. Um, you know, we sit on the couch for many, many hours. Uh, but we also are getting uh, back into a lot of work things, which is, I think, what we want to talk about in this episode is trying to balance out this new season of life that we're in. Um, and I think one of the things that you said that uh, I think would be a good place to start this is right now is the most excited you've been, I'm putting words 
inside your mouth. Directly inside Just my mouth. Just <laughs> The deets are on the table, folks. Um, the Oh, really quickly. Very, very quickly. Wow. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. What very a quickly. cliffhanger. Also in Europe, a different thing. This is not necessarily just Portugal. Wow. Okay, we're back in the preamble. Just real quick, real quick, real quick. For all my bakers out there, yeah. you, I don't think those of you who in the U.S. understand what strong wheat flour is. Like I had always heard people say that in recipes, but you really can't buy higher protein content flour. Even if it is, it's not that much higher. The higher protein content flour is like 3% higher, which doesn't seem like much. Here? But that, here. But that loaf of bread You're that I made. You're doing the thing where you just. That's okay. Just track with me. You keep words inside your mouth. That loaf of bread that I made. Yeah. What did I tell you all day when, yesterday when I was working on it? I was like, this is the easiest bread I've ever handled. Yeah. This is like the fluffiest dough I've ever used. And it's, it's a whole world of difference. So if you just love baking. Move to Europe so you can get the higher protein percentage flour. Don't ship it over. Move your entire life Just over. Come it's here worth for it. that. That's People are going to be like, that. oh, what brought you to Portugal? The higher protein Teen flour. flour. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, I know you could probably like, import and do it. We dipped back and now we're back into the episode. So, what I was, the words I was putting inside of your face were this is the most, right now, is the most excited you have been to work on our businesses since. 2018, when we first brought the idea of Wandering Aimfully to life and we're working on it yeah. before we got derailed and like it took forever. Right. And then before that was probably what, 2014 when you were making Made Vibrant? Probably. So it's like three inflection points on like the, the graph of the excitement levels of work and yeah. like your life. And like you can see the spikes, which is kind of fun. But it's making me feel weird, which is why I wanted to record this entire episode because I told Jason, I was like. That's me, by the way. It's you. I'm having this internal interesting tension right now where the dominant feeling that I have is just, I am so excited for our business. Like I love working on our business right now. I have so many ideas. Every day I wake up with ideas. Every day I wake up with opportunities that I see. Every day I wake up with a desire to work towards those things. Which I think is also like... When you figure something out in business, like I think we figured Wayne out and what it is with right. like the monthly coaching. We just last month was our 42nd monthly coaching live coaching session. That's four two, 40 second session. Like when you do something for three plus years, mm -hmm. it means you figured it out, right? right. And so like now that I think we got done with the year of travel where we didn't do anything but just keep up with those sessions and like we kind of just like coasted by as much as we could. Now we're in a stationary place. We have all this time to think. And I think it's also one of those things where it's like, okay, we've done like the same thing over and over again. We're looking for a new like spark of, of oh, something. Totally. And Which, now and we found it. Like I think that's exactly and that is the the season of business, right? But if I'm being honest, I think a couple things I think happened the last few years. Um I think because I think the last few years we really leaned much more to the other side of like, you don't have to be working all the time. Like you don't have to be as excited about your business. Like you can live more and you can kind of like be okay with it being more into maintenance mode. And you don't have to have these like big gigantic goals and dreams that you're working towards. And I still believe all of that. It's very much the enough framework and like just being satisfied with like where you are in life. And that's all true. But I think that was also a function of where I was in my personal growth journey, which was coming off of this awful year of terrible anxiety, trying to heal that, needing, to, like realizing that truly I can't run myself, you know, the consequences of swinging the pendulum to the other way of working so hard are dire. Mm -hmm. Like, and I can never go back there because it's, 
very bad for me. And so I needed to kind of reassemble the pieces of my reality in a way where I could go, okay, no, this is what I believe. Like I believe, you know, enough is what I'm aiming for. And like, you don't have to want these big things. And all of that's true because it, and it felt good because it fit into where I was in my life. Right. And I needed that. And also with the year of travel, like I needed to, to focus on just living life instead of being so focused on the business. But what's happening now is that I feel like I sort of like reassembled that as my like worldview and work view. And the mistake I think I made was thinking that that was like somehow the right way Mm -hmm. to view the world when there is no right way. It's just, that was the way that worked for me and where I was in my life at that time. Exactly. And, and I, I sincerely hope that if I go back and listen to like some of those podcast episodes or the coaching sessions, I hope that we did a good job of making it clear that that is just one path and it's not the only path. Yeah. But what's happening now is now that I'm experiencing my life in a new way, which is I feel so excited about work and I feel so excited about ideas. I'm feeling this tension because I'm going, well, is that completely at odds with this whole idea of enough? Yeah. And am I just chasing more? Yeah. And And I find myself in this, but I know what I know is so true is that it's not coming from a place of needing to chase after something. It's coming from a place of wanting to experience growth and wanting to work towards a goal. Does that make sense? Yeah. And one of the things that comes to mind for me in this is, so in 2018, when we started Wandering Aimfully, we set an enough number for our business. And we had a very public journey to get to that number. And it took us three years and we got to that number. Um, And if you want to read it, if you haven't read it before, it's just wanderingaimfully.com slash 330 is the short URL. I'll put it in the show notes as well. And that that three-year journey to get to that number really looked kind of like a five-year journey before really reassessing that number. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe four-year journey is, is more appropriate. But I think like that, even going back to like 2018 us, we never set out that like this would be our enough number forever. And I think that's a big part of just like the enough mindset is like it's enough for right now and it's enough to get me through this next phase of my life to get to whatever it is I want to get to next. And then I can decide what that looks like. So for us, that number really made sense uh, from a business and financial standpoint because we had very specific goals that we ironed out, which are in that post, but those goals have now changed. And so like having a bigger financial goal now that we reassessed is is necessary because we want to buy a house. And so we need to save up money to be able to buy and a house. And we want to have kids and our parents are getting older. And but like, there's these also, are all things. there's also a big reality here, just living in Europe as people who are not citizens of, of these countries. Like we have to put down more money than right. we would in the U S and, and I'm talking about like, again, just round numbers. I'm not saying these are the numbers that we're spending on buying a house, but like if we were going to buy a million dollar house in the U S we would really only have to put down 10%. Like you can get a mortgage and only put 10% down. In Europe, we have to put down 30 to 40%. Right. Like there's just no ifs, ands, or buts because you will not get approved for any more money than that in a mortgage. So those are just round numbers to show through. I'm not saying that's what we're going to buy a house for. But that changes our enough number specifically because we have to save up more money. Yeah, and to me, it's funny because it's not even about the number. It, it, this is how our brains work differently, right. right? For you, it's like the enough number. For me, it's like the enough mindset. Yeah. And so where... The reason I wanted to share this episode is just because I like taking all of our listeners along on the journey as we change our perspectives on things. I think it's really healthy to change your perspective. I think it's really healthy to kind of just when you think you've got something figured out about life, I think 
you're going to arrive at a point where you go, oh, well, maybe I could think about this differently. And the way, I guess the adjustment that I'm making to the way that I think about this is I don't want these two ideas to be at odds with one another. Like this idea of ambition and this idea of enough. Like, I don't think that they are, um, you know, two separate camps. I think they are this spectrum that you each person can manage in their own life. And like, I told you about this quote that I remember from Esther Perel who says, and she's talking about in marriage, this, this human need for managing, like basically having both adventure and novelty and also safety and security. And a lot of people fall into the trap of thinking if they have one, that there's a problem because they need the other. But she's like, it's not a, it's, it's not, what does she say? I wrote it down. It's, Think of this as a paradox to manage, not a problem to solve. And that is so empowering to me because that's how I think about the idea of this paradox of how can you be someone who is striving to grow for yourself and for your business, striving towards goals and be someone who is satisfied and allows yourself to be content and allows yourself to be enough and at the same time, like how yeah. is that possible? And I just think it's a paradox that that every person gets to manage for themselves. And yeah, so I've just been thinking a lot about it lately. And what I know is that it feels really good to feel excited about our business right now. It feels I, how, like how lucky am I that I get to wake up and like the work that I'm doing, you yeah. know? And I don't want to hold myself back from that. And so, I mean, granted, now here's my caveat. I do think that as someone, like I said, who did did have a real crash and burn moment in 2019 with my anxiety and my health and all of that, I'm very aware that I can't let the pe- pendulum swing so far mm-hmm. into the work camp that I that I run myself down. Um, because like, like dreaming about uh, all the business things. Yeah, I told just, Jason just my pushing the limits. I always know when I am what I need to put on the brakes because when I dream about business, that might sound like a great idea. Like, oh, dreams. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's like figuring out business problems yeah, in like, my sleep. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not good for my brain to be chewing on that. Yeah. Like, I just want cool dreams and like real deep sleep, you know? So I always know that that's where I have to like kind of put the brakes on just a little bit. And then I set rules for myself, things like, okay, no because especially when I'm in this phase right now where we're like business is so exciting, I gravitate towards that content rather than entertainment. Yeah. So like I won't spend like an hour at night Netflixing. I will spend an hour at night watching business YouTube Poor videos. Poor Survivor. Like not getting any of your I, viewership right now. I can't get Survivor over here, Jason. And it's a real sad oh, state of affairs. Was, I didn't know this was a uh, hot topic here. Yeah, I might just buy the season on Amazon Prime. I'm honestly. so sorry. I know. It's well, really I sad. Well, I can't get the uh, Great Pottery Throwdown. Which I would like to watch. I haven't watched a single episode, well, but I'd like to. We should just go back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Why'd you guys move back? Well, yeah, I couldn't Survivor, get our shows. Survivor couldn't get couldn't get our shows. Couldn't get our programs. Yeah, nope. I, I yeah. think the Esther Perel quote is is a good one, and it, it very much reminded me before you told me that quote of just this whole idea of what everybody talks about when it comes to the idea of balance in work yeah. and life is like it's not a destination to get to. It's a journey that you're going to be on. And we've talked about this on the podcast. People went through a real phase where they were like, balance doesn't exist. Yeah. Balance is, th- this is a myth. Blah, blah. And I'm like, I get it where you're coming from. And like, cool. But like, who, 
I just always was so confused because I was like, whoever made it sound like balance was like a static thing. It was always so obviously a dynamic. Yeah. It was never a destination. It was like a, it was a verb. Do you know what I'm saying? Like trying to balance things is you're always going to be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I really do think like we've talked about this too, like just like the seasonality of your desire and interest and, and you know, how much energy you have and how many ideas you have. Like last year, the entire year was not a season of, you know, when we said this growth or ideation or anything, because we just didn't have the mental space to do it. Mm -hmm. Like there just wasn't the time or energy to do it because every single week it's like, Hey, we just got to figure out how to make sure we can repack our bags and get on a plane and go somewhere else. Well, here's another insight that I just had of trying to unpack this feeling of like, why do I feel somehow guilty for being into work right now? Right. And I think there's also a part of me that feels a sense of responsibility towards our listeners who might be in the season where I was, right. where they're like, my capacity is such that I am not excited about business right now because I quite frankly can't devote any resources toward business or, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And like, I don't, I know that those people have found a haven in our podcast and in our content because it gives them a permission slip to like, not try to be like all the other business advice, tell them like all the other business advice givers out there tell them to be, which is go harder and go faster and big dream bigger. And, and so like, I like being that permission slip for people to just kind of dream at their own pace and their own capacity. But I find myself somehow guilty. Like I, like, I don't want those people to now feel like they need to aspire to where we are in this season, yeah. which is, you know, but being we can't, so but we can't control that. Right. Like, I, mean, I know. Well, that's where I have to go one step yeah. deeper and go here. I am again, trying to like take responsibility for yeah. other people's feelings, which is a thing that I struggle with and have worked on. Um, I, but I, but it's not just that it's like, I think there is a very real part where I know it's not my responsibility, but I also want those people to know that, it is a seasonal, it is a seasonal thing and it's not an all or nothing thing. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think there's also something to be said for like, there's a time and place in your life for when you are really excited about things or whatever it is, even just like podcasts or YouTube or whatever. And then there's a time where you're like, "Mm, that doesn't really do it for me anymore. Totally. And it has nothing to do with the the person and their content or whatever. And like what's going on in their life. It's more of just like, oh, this ran its course. Like I find myself like, I've looked through my subscriptions on YouTube recently and I'm like, man, I don't watch any of this stuff. And a lot of it's because it's travel content. And it's because like in 2021, like my YouTube changed totally to travel content. And now I'm like, I don't really need any of this because I don't want to travel. We traveled and like, I'm not interested. And, and I think there's, there's going to be folks who listen to our podcast and they're like, Oh, like you guys are going to start talking about all these ideas and all these things you're doing. And like, what happened to just like, doing enough and whatever. And it's like, yeah, but you have to understand like our version of enough has changed from especially last year when like we could barely do anything. So it's, we've talked about this creative dam that has built up. Mm -hmm. Like we both are just feeling so excited about all these different things that we want to do. And it's not because some arbitrary financial goal that we're just now all of a sudden excited about. It's because our enough number has changed, but it's also because we haven't been able to really do much in our business for over a year, year and a half and now we're just excited. Like yeah, we just and have it a lot of ideas. And for us, like it all does come back to creativity, right? Like yeah. that's why we got into this line of work in the first place was we wanted a container that could support our creative ideas, which is what entrepreneurship does. And so I do think it all kind of goes back to that because our creativity is what's leading us to this excitement is the, because we keep talking about new ideas, right? Yeah. It's not like we've set a goal and now we're trying, it's like, no, it's just, it's coming out of our pores because we just have had this creative dam that's built up. But 
Yeah. So my, I'm, tr- I'm working on like, what is a mantra that I can say to myself or what is a way that I can remind myself that the, it's not either or. And do you think it's like work is cool, dot, 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 like something like that, you know, like <laughs> I think that like, would be a really good one. That would be like, I think that would be, but I think a second option, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm working towards this idea of satisfied striving. That's what I'm going to call it for myself, which is a way of operating in the world where I allow myself to want to strive towards growth because I think that's always going to be who I am. But along that journey, I make sure to check in with myself and I am also simultaneously like satisfied with where I am and have gratitude for the things I have rather than constantly focusing on what I don't have. And to me, that's a place that feels good for me. So it's just... And it's like the whole balancing. It's just, an, it's a verb. It's a way of being every day and approaching my work every day. And also it, you know, when it's all said and done, what I know is that I have to allow myself to be authentic in what I'm really feeling in my life and what I really need. And there was a season where being authentic to myself meant allowing myself to not be excited about work because I needed to take care of me and I needed to not, not put pressure on myself to build or do anything what authentic I think looks like for me in this season of life is authentically allowing myself to be excited about our work. Yeah. And I I do think too, like going back to our episode on purpose that we recorded, however long ago that was, is like, we are two people where, and I don't know this is going to, if this is going to change when we have kids, but like, obviously they become more important than our business. Maybe, I don't know. (laughs) Um, Maybe for one of us, but it's, (laughs) but it's, this idea that like we get so much personal value and validation through the problem solving and the puzzle mm-hmm. building that is business that I don't know that that's ever going to go away because that's just like, that's a DNA thing that right. you, you can't tell someone to have. Whereas like there are some folks who listen to this where like having your own business is just a means to an end to have more hours in the day for you to be able to spend doing the things that actually give you purpose. Totally. Whereas for us, it's like, it's a nice byproduct that we get to make money from this, but like really we love solving the puzzles. Totally. And the puzzles are what get us most excited when it's like we have a new business idea and we now just like thrown all the puzzle pieces onto the table and we're like, okay, all right, well I'll start with the edges and then let's like go to like the bright color part and then let's like see how we can build it from there. Yeah. Like I lately I've gotten so much satisfaction out of, we keep, running into these little like roadblocks and you you said the other day we were on a walk and you were like it's like a rubik's cube like we just got to keep twisting it until we line up the colors and we went on this walk which is our daily walk and we just chatted about business and we talked about this idea and we were like what if it's this and oh that doesn't work because of this reason and by the time we had gotten home we were both like what if it's this and it felt like we had twisted the rubik's cube into a place where the three colors lined up, not the full not cube. All nine. We don't have all nine, nine colors, but yeah. three colors lined up, and it was like the most N- six, nine. What's a Rubik's cube look like? It's got nine by nine by nine. Oh, by nine. thank God, I got it right. And it was so fun. We were like, oh, we were like best walk ever. Yep. Like we just it, it, the, solving the puzzle, just one piece of the puzzle was so satisfying to us that I was like, I, I don't. This is what I'm. This is what I'm getting joy out of. Yeah, exactly. Right now. Yeah, and I, I do think I hope this episode is helpful for folks who are either in the same boat that we are, where you're in the striving, you know, season season of this, 
but also for the other folks who are in the satisfied season of this, yes. where you're like, oh, you know what? Like I was doing all this stuff, but like now this happened in my life and I can't, and that's okay. Like we're not or here. Or I don't want to. Yeah. We're not here to judge that you have to live your life one way or the other. We're just here to share our lives and what we're going through. And for hopefully you to be able to walk away from this episode and just go, yeah, you know what? Like I'm really happy with the path that I'm on. Or... I don't need to feel guilty if I'm going this direction because I get to choose my own direction anyway. Like it doesn't matter what other people are doing totally. and I can be fine with whatever that direction is. Totally. And, and I hope that we can continue to share how our outlook changes or how we're trying to manage both parts of that paradox. Um, because I don't want to swing so far to the other direction that we forget everything we learned about the importance of enough. Um, because it has brought so much value to our lives. And I think there is a way to do business where, you're not like, certainly we'll never, I feel very confident in saying that we'll never be those business people who extract, try to extract every dollar of profit, every, you know what I'm saying? At the right. expense of our lifestyle or our customers or any of those things, like we're always going to be those people who remember that what is it all for? It's to live a good life and to make a positive impact and to, um, learn things along the way. So at the very least, even if you're in a satisfied season and we're in a striving season. I hope you'll continue to tune in and learn about like what we're learning on that journey. And, and I'm sure it'll be before we know it, another season where the theme is something different. Oh yeah. And that's, I think that's just part of, again, sharing this idea that, uh, like Esther Perel said, the, the paradox to manage, not a problem to solve. Like we're just here to manage this. We're managing the flow of things. We're managing the ideas. We're managing the seasons that we're in. And like those things are going to change. And like we're never going to get to a place where we just have it like all figured out and it's all perfect. It's like, oh, no, this changed. And like now we do that. Totally. That's just life. So that's where we're at these days. Cool. Uh, well, I think that's it. Look at that. We podcasts we are cool. Way short. They are dot dot dot. They <laughs> are. Um, we went way shorter today, which we'll see how that continues because again, we got the launch recap next week, so that might be a little bit of a longer app again. But yeah. Uh, all right, that's it for this episode. Satisfied striving. It. That's okay. what I'm doing. Cool. Talk to you guys soon. And by soon, I almost wanted to say I love you. Bye. You do this sometimes. Yeah. I love you. Okay, that's weird. <laughs> Goodbye.